Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Week 3 of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for Week 4 with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any game this week and receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and a $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Want to go, pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame you know and then you get free the only thing better than a glass of beer is tea with miss mcgill <laughs> And welcome to the 4th Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 145 of the big show, some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hot Hockey Podcast Network. We're off to a hot start. What's going on, folks? A uh, little, little bit of a different show today. Uh, unfortunately, you are stuck with me again today. And, uh, yeah, guys. been uh, the, the week is off to a hot start. And, uh, yep. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little grumpy today, and uh, I did. I thought about not doing an episode, and just uh, but I'm like, well, I'll give the folks something. I gotta give the fourth liner something. I don't want to leave you guys hanging, so here we are. But uh, yeah, 
more than a little irritated, boys and girls. But we'll get into that shortly. I'll do the sponsors first. Remember the Hockey Podcast Network. There's over 50 shows in the network. All the NHL teams are represented. So whatever team you're a fan of, there's a show for you. Of course, with the camps and preseason starting and the whining starting already. Tune in. There's a, there's a show for you. For my off-network friends, I got part-time Oli at Five for Fighting. He's here or there. He might post something. He might not. Forgot to do it. Scheduled it the wrong day. I don't know what's going on over there. That friggin' mud show out in Florida. But he's going to have an episode. It is going to come out tomorrow or Thursday or something. Him and Searson. Searson from his fucking broom closet in the UK there. They're going to, I don't know what they're going to talk about. The minor league mayhem tournament and LNH videos and, and whatever. Who knows? I don't know. Whatever it is, I'd tell you, it'll sink faster than a turd in a punch bowl. I can tell you that. But if you're so inclined... Uh, Alec has a tremendous back I'll give him that, he's got a very good back catalog By Lois, Yablonski Rob Ray, definitely check it out He d- does a bang up job, Sagroy I hate putting him over like that, but he does do a bang up job On the left though, he put a picture of his beer, From his beer league game And, you know, what, wanted to know what's up Yeah, Guy wears number 58 And what are we doing here? Like 58, you know, clean that shit up down there God, you know Anyway but yes, Five for Fighting podcast definitely give it a roll or give it give it a chance. I might I'm gonna have to get Alec back on the show so I can chastise him in person. But uh, and then oh, and then of course the uh, the legend of Long Island. I'm telling you, he's the prince of all boroughs, from Coney Island to Central Park. Jolton Joel Lazito, give me Lazito. Is Coliseum Chronicles podcast? It's a New York Islanders. Enforcer-based podcast. Again, tremendous back catalog. Fakota, Strudwig, Asham, Eric Bolton. Latest episode he just dropped was part two of the Matt Carpenter interview, which has been a very tremendous interview. Uh, you know, Joe is an in-depth character. I'll tell you, it's when you're done, it's like he knows you inside and out. I don't know how he does it. But, I'm telling you. Oh, and, the, and of course, his Bills won. His Bloody Rough Riders won. So Mrs. Lazito went through a table, and Joe smashed a watermelon, and if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, keep moving, whatever. But uh, Jolton Joe, I'm telling you, he's a happy guy this week. All his teams are coming up aces. I put a lot of points on your team this week, Joe. The Bills the Bills pulled one out for me. But, um, yes. I'm going to keep this episode short, folks, because, um, like I said, I don't have a guest. And, uh, oh, but before I get off... Jolton Joe, like I said, he uh, he does he has a tremendous back catalog. Great interview out with his stuff drops on Monday, so definitely check it out. Coliseum Chronicles. Joe sells merch. Joe's got his face on in everything. I'm telling you, he's got Christmas balls, Yule log poles, whatever you want. Balls, poles, anything Lazito. Check it out. It'll, it'll, if you happen to be in New York and you're wearing Lexito gear, it'll open fucking doors for you. I'm telling you. Yeah, and it doesn't. Like I said, it doesn't matter what borough, from the Catskills up to you know Manhattan. I don't know New York. Those things could be right beside each other. I have no idea. But uh, all I know is I'm gonna get to New York someday. New York, New York. The city's so nice. They named it twice, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Joe's name around. Like I said, might open up the front door, might open up the back door for me. I don't know. We'll see. But Jolton Joel Lazito, Coliseum Chronicles. Give it a little Zito. 
All right. Well, folks, <laughs> I'm going to lay it on you today. Um, normally, Wednesday is interview day, and then Sunday is my rant episode. Uh, unfortunately, I had guests uh, ghost me, and uh, not no show, but I kind of was under the assumption that we had something for this week, and apparently not. And then the weekend no showed up. It's funny how the guests go in waves. I mean, sometimes it's like, you know, you got like three and four shows. Well, maybe never four, but two and three shows recorded in the can, so to speak. So you're you're set to go. You're you know for basically the month. And other times, holy shit, you know, nothing, absolutely nothing. But uh, hopefully, we'll rectify that situation for next Wednesday for you folks. I know you guys look forward to the interviews. Um, so I'm trying, but I can't make him come to the phone. So, and I'm not chasing anybody. So, uh, you know, this, like I said, this episode won't be too long, but there's a few things I do want to touch on. Of course, the preseason has started. So the whining has started and commenced. We have already have a few incidents. Um, and, uh, of course the minor league mayhem Twitter tournament, the fifth annual minor league mayhem Twitter tournament is wrapping up today. As as I record, there's a couple hours left in the voting, but uh, it is all but settled. And another great uh, turnout, some great uh, voting. Um, but I'm going to talk about all that. But first, I'm going to I'm going to regale you with some personal stories and where where my mood is coming from um, <coughs> at the top of the show. Well, first of all, I come home. We had a showing yesterday. For everybody knows, we're trying to sell our condo. We have been for five months, four months. All summer, hasn't got fuck all. Uh, brutal condo market here. So we had a walkthrough yesterday, and I think it was for, fairly uneventful. You know, he's kind of, oh, that's nice, but, eh, you know. So, oh, yeah. Who knows? I don't know, but I don't think much came of it. Um, but I came home, and as I'm getting out of the car, I'm walking through the parking lot, and I look over at my wife's car. Oh, and there it's all fucking dent on the side and scraped, and I'm like, oh, great. This is that. Just what we need. So I go inside. I said, what did you hit? She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, well, somebody hit our car in the parking lot again then. That's the third time our car has been hit here in the parking lot. And almost to the day, one year to the day that it got hit last. And so we go out. And of course, I put on my Magnum PI. I go investigate. It wasn't really that hard. I walked across the parking lot to the old fart that drives the uh, 4x4 Silverado. Well, there's the paint all the way down the back of his bumper. Oh, well. Didn't, it wasn't real hard to put two and two together. I didn't need Matlock to solve this crime. So, uh, you know, go and knock on his door. And he, I didn't even know. Are you sure? And, yeah, we're sure. And I think he's playing the fucking dumb card. It's like, yeah, you weren't even going to come over and tell us, eh? All right, but whatever. I'm kind of going to let it slide. But at this point, the wife's already phoned the cops. I'm like, I don't know about really phoning the cops. But all right, she wanted the paperwork. Of course, the cops were like, yeah, we'll be there shortly. Well, three and a half hours later, they still hadn't shown up, so... My wife phoned him back. She's like, listen, just don't waste your time coming over here. They're like, oh, well, we'll just do it over the phone. So they did it over the phone. But in the meantime, he's the old guy's like, oh, I'll come over later with my license and stuff. I'm all right. So he comes over to our place about an hour later. And uh, wife goes to the door. She's talking to him. Well, his demeanor had certainly changed. Now, all of a sudden, he's going he's gonna to smart off about a few things. Oh, yeah. And I, he clearly doesn't know how insurance works. Because then he's asking, oh, where we're going to go take it to get fixed. And it's like, well, we're going to go to Toyota to get it fixed. Why would you go to the dealership? Why Why wouldn't I go to the dealership? I'm like, 
well, my son-in-law owns blah, 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 auto body. And I was like, well, we're not taking it there. Why does it matter to you where we go? You're paying the $700 deductible. Don't fucking worry about where we're taking it. Well, and then you phone the police, and that's going to cost me thousands. Why would it cost you thousands of dollars? It's a $700 deductible, you fucking pinhead. You know, but he's not grasping this concept. And then he kind of, yeah, he's just being a fucking general, just douchebag. And it was like, all right, you know what? And then, and then, like I said, afterward, and then he's like, tells my wife, he hands her the the uh, registration and stuff, and he's like, yeah, hey, go run upstairs and photocopy this for me, and hurry up, I have health issues. She's just like, well, I'll take a picture of it on my phone. Give me your email address, and I'll send it to you later. I'm not running anywhere. She's giving it the fucking grade one school teacher voice to this guy, and he fucking, he doesn't know what to say. I'm, I'm just kind of sitting in the background chuckling to myself, like, oh shit, you did it now, buddy. You, you rather, you should have dealt with me, it would have been a lot easier. But off he fucking, after he hands it to her, he fucking waddles off, but, ah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's all drivable and everything else, but it's just like, fuck's sakes. You know, and I mean, if it's anything like the last fucking idiots that hit us, it's probably about seven grand. Give or take, you know, it's like, uh, you know, this place is cursed, I'm telling you. Three times our car's been hit in the parking lot. Unbelievable. So that put me in a mood, I can tell you that, without a doubt. Well, and then, like I said, she was on the phone doing the paper thing with the cop, and the guy's like, she explains everything to him, and he's like, well, do you know who, yeah, he parks right across from us in the parking lot, and he drives a silver up, blah, blah, blah. After explaining, the cop's like, well, that kind of sounds like a hit and run. Like, he didn't come in. No, we had to go to his door. And he's he's playing fucking dumb like he didn't know. And the cop's like, oh, maybe. But he's like, I don't know. It sounds like a hit and run to me. But, uh, and at this point, you know, he pissed my wife off. So he's in one now. She's like, well, yeah. And he's like, well, the cops will be over there to talk to him within the next five days. So we'll see. I can, but nonetheless, here's your file number. and Blah, blah, blah. Go to SGI and get it all fucking whatever. Ah, uh, but yeah. So good job, Dan, you idiot. And it was, and you know, it's it was just how ironic because for years we've been in the kitchen, like we're on the second floor. We'd look out the and we overlook the parking lot, our kitchen window. So we'd watch him back up, and we just said, "Oh, it's a matter of time before he just fucking backs into our car." Well, time was yesterday. So yeah, so that that's that was my mood. And then Monday, get this one. So I'm at work. I'm emptying. Throwing around, doing my garbages and whatever. So all of a sudden, this guy yells at me from across the street. First of all, he's you know, he's probably yeah, he's probably in his fifties. Um, gives me the, uh, hey you, come here. I'm like what? And he like snaps his fingers. He's like yeah, come here. I'm like yeah, probably not. Like <laughs> like, so I'm like if you have something to say, you can come over here. Like so he comes fucking over and he's. <sighs> So he wants to know about when garbage pickup, because I'm, I do, I'm in environmental services. So, but he's asking me about when, like you put your bin out and the side loaders, garbage truck come pick it up. I said, I have no idea what, I don't, I'm not in uh, residential waste. I'm in commercial waste and environmental. I don't do residential stuff. And he's kind of looking at me and he, cause he wants to know what time the, when's, when's the pickup day? I said, oh, I'm not quite sure. I don't do uh, residential, but I said, yeah, hold on, I'll grab, I can grab a phone number here. I was just about to say, I will phone the fucking supervisor, and I can get you your answer right away. You know what he says to me? It, 
I don't I don't give a shit about your fucking phone number. So, Alright. You know, it's very hostile. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm like, okay. So I'm done cleaning up. I start going into the truck. He goes, well, what are you doing? Like, what do you mean, what am I doing? I'm leaving. And he goes, oh, yeah, typical. I pay your salary, asshole. I'm like, oh, okay. I said, well, I pay my salary, too. So, like, I love that one. All their taxes pay my salary. Okay. So, so far, you said, fuck your number and called me an asshole. So I'm just like, whatever. So I start climbing to the truck. And he's like, so you're not even going to help me. So I just looked at him. I'm like, I go, are you serious? You tell me, fuck off and call me an asshole. And then you wonder why I'm not going to help you. I said, I was going to phone the supervisor and get you an answer in about 10 seconds. But you can figure it out on your own now. Like, fucking clown. Like, who talks to people like that? Oh, then to top it all off, the... Yeah, the snap... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, come over here. Come here. I'm like, what? I'm like, like, I'm not a fucking dog. I don't think so. These fucking people. So, yeah. So, needless to say, this fucking week is off to a goddamn hot start. So... You know, and then, hey, why not just continue the fucking idiocy and we'll just keep, we'll read Twitter now. Like, that, that, that's really what I needed. You know, so with the preseason, of course, the hitting, oh, McElrath hits the kid for Boston. Oh, of course, the kid's got a fucking, he goes to Pocheck and pulls up like he's trying to get out of the way. Just take the hit. If you had just taken the hit, you'd have been fine. But no, he tries to back out, and of course, McElrath's shoulder hits his chin, and of course, everybody, oh, typical Caps player. What? Like, oh, yeah. Like, you fucking fan. Like, these Jed Zen hockey fans, you are the biggest douchebags, pussy douchebags, clueless. You're just losers. Like, that's all Twitter. You're just a bunch of fucking losers. Cry after everything. Oh, the kid there, in Montreal. Hit the, first of all, the the fucking Leafs guy turns into the boards with a guy on him. So the guy like kind of shoves him half-assed into the board. Like it's boarding, but I mean, fuck. What's he supposed to do? Like he's right on the guy. The guy stops and turns into the boards. So of course, a few of the Leafs come in, and Marner comes in and sort of talk. They don't know, but. Nobody fucking does nothing. Nobody. All it is, typical of this generation of player, all you do is fucking talk. That's all you fucking do. That's all the NHL is. That's all hockey is now. Or just sports in general. It's these 20-something-year-old fucking douchebags. You're a bunch of pussies. All you, But you can all fucking flap your fucking lips. That's all you do is fucking talk. But do nothing. But y'all talk a real fucking big game. Until so, until you have to fucking nut up. And then it's all fuck, you know, heads down. Skate to the bench with our laces, looking at our laces. Like fucking Marner, you're just a pussy. And everybody, oh yeah, like Marner's supposed to fight. And that's what he's, that's not the point. It's the same shit last year, the playoffs with Austin Matthews. They're laughing in every fucking scrum. Like it's a big fucking joke. Hey, what happened? Yeah, oh, but that's captain material. Oh, yeah. And there's Marner. Like, get in there. You don't want to chip your fucking manicure, Mitch. You chicken shit. Like, what? I don't understand. Why is everyone so fucking scared? 
Who are you scared of? None of these fucks can fight. Like, what, is there maybe seven guys that fight? So what's the rest of the... What are you scared of the rest of the league for? And these fucking refs will break it up like it's fucking teachers breaking up a fucking eight-year-old fight on the playground. Like, you're all strong enough. Just fucking hug, seatbelt them to death. You'll be fine. They'll break it up in six seconds. But instead, you'd rather all scrum and face wash and mouth off. Like, it's fucking embarrassing. And I just read my timeline. And who, how, someone explain to me how anyone can watch this horse shit. I'm all ears. Explain it to me. And I just laughed. This, you, the same fucking guys. You follow my accounts and everything else. You bitch and bitch about how pussy and soft and everything it is. But yet you watch every fucking game. It's fucking amazing to me. And then, oh, it keeps it up. The enforcer will come back. Oh, who? Who the fuck is going to... These fucking posers, they're just going to wear their violent gentleman gear and run their fucking lips. What the fuck? They're not going to fight. Fuck, oh, the enforcer's coming back. What, do they grow on fucking trees? What, are you guys high? Like, I, I can understand, like, a 17-year-old thinking this is cool shit because they don't fucking know any different. Like, they grew up with this bullshit. But someone in their 30s or 40s? How can you sit there and watch this? Oh, pretty good. What? But then you get, well, I know, it's not as good as it used to be, but what the fuck, it's hockey. Oh. And then you wonder why shit never changed. What, like, then you wonder. You, you'll just, you'll just fucking eat whatever fucking shit they shovel you. Because, oh, it's hockey, what can you do? Fuck. Like I said, I'm fucking fat and like Big Macs, but if they started putting turds on Big Macs, I wouldn't fucking eat Big Macs anymore. Holy fuck. All you guys do is sit and whine and whine how shitty it is, but yet every fucking day, every night, you're there talking about the fucking game. Well, it couldn't have been that bad. You watched it. And go ahead and watch it. I don't give a shit. But then don't come on fucking social media or get in my fucking private mat and fucking whine to me about how shitty it is. Fucking stop watching. If it's so fucking bad. If not, shut the fuck up. Like, are we serious? Oh, and then of course somebody has the fucking, because God knows you have to have a camera everywhere. They got a camera in Ranger practice, yeah. And they're, Reeves showing some fucking two Russian guy out of, just, just something about fighting. They're off on the side. He's just showing them hand position and where to grab and whatever. Oh, fuck. That was, oh, why are we going to do teaching this guy to fight like he shouldn't be fighting? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, fuck. First of all, you think little Russian cupcake's going to get into one? Oh, God. But, hey, at least he knows where to grab. Like, whatever league he came from probably didn't have fighting. Or he's certainly probably never been in one. And you got the best guy in the league at it showing you. Why would you not learn? Take some hints. But again, we're talking to people that have never fucking, you know, been involved in a physical altercation in their life anyway, so how the fuck would they know? 
Just like when you watch the pre... Why do they have to fight in the preseason? Why did McElrath even have to attempt to hit him? What are we trying to prove here? We're trying to make a fucking team, dolt. Again, proving you've never tried out for fuck all in your life. Like, in the pre... Why? That's well, like when you listen to fucking arrange Sam Rosen. Why? I don't understand why. Why? Why are they fighting in the preseason? Oh, gee, Sam. I don't know. Get noticed, maybe you fucking dunce. And then that fucking idiot's in the hockey hall of fame. Holy shit! And Don Jerry isn't. Are we serious? But uh, but hey, go and read fucking. Go listen to the media. Go listen to the fucking. These fucking 31 Thoughts podcasts and all the other fucking clowns. TSN Radio. Go listen to Stevie Dangle in Toronto. Yeah, well, and then you wonder why social media is the way it is. Who, look who these fucking clowns are getting their information from. A bunch of other goofs that never fucking played a competitive sport in their life. Or, ne- or never had to stick up for a friend. Or, or anything. We're never involved in anything physical. Nothing. Well, so then you wonder why social media is the way social media is. Look at their examples. I will apologize now for all the swearing, but I mean, holy shit, are we serious? Like, unbelievable. Well... Yeah, I mean, I seriously, this is literally going to be like the shortest fucking podcast of all time. Oh, and the other one, the biggest one over in the was it in Russia or the UK, whatever the fuck league it was in, Germany, whatever. That fucking goof with the racist shit when he's fucking mouthing off the the black guy and he does the banana peel monkey thing. Are you serious right now? And I get no one, and, and this guy, and this guy left the ice surface with his teeth. How is no one doing anything about this? But really? Like, so, you know, that, that's where we are. Racist idiots, a lot of talk and no action, and Gen Zetters crying about shit. I mean, I guess no, nothing I'm bringing up is like exactly like shocking. It's, it, I mean, I know it, it really does fall under the no shit, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. To be completely honest, guys, I'm in no fucking mood to record this. I'm really not. Um, like I said, I kind of thought I would I I had a guest lined up on the weekend and nothing, and then of course yesterday with the fucking car and everything, you know, and it was just like ah oh, fuck. So I don't know. Um, I will say though, I want to thank everybody who took time out to vote in the minor league mayhem five tournament. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. Twitter's kind of eh, you know. Eh, I mean the re- I guess the response wasn't too bad. It's been better over the years. Um, I don't know if Twitter's just becoming, I don't know, a dead medium. Like, I guess if for like in terms of like whatever my whatever air quotes my fans, 
my demographic, I guess, because... Oh, I mean, I'm sure if I had the fucking 64-man bracket of the best sellies, I'm sure I'd get a ton of voting. But, um... Yeah, so I don't know. I think I might be moving it to Facebook. I think I might move my next tournament to Facebook. And I want to try it out in the Enforcer Appreciation Group. Um, oh, I should have brought that up, but pardon me, I should have. Uh, Alec from the Five for Fighting, uh, he started the Enforcer Appreciation Group. And uh, actually, every Friday he does uh, Friday night he does live interviews. That's where him and John did their interview. And uh, he said Sean Pete on and Jason Bone. It's a new thing he's trying out. It's really cool. And it's really interactive and stuff. So I, I highly encourage uh, you to, if you're on Facebook and, or, and you're dormant and you're trying to, uh, believe me, believe me, I get why you're not on there. But blow the dust off the account. Maybe uh, uh, check it out and uh, and just log in. And I mean, you have to ask, like, get permission. We'll fucking let you in right away. Um, you have to ask for permit because we dealt the spam and shit. So there's like a yeah. But anyway, uh, lots of videos, pictures, people in their talk. It's like the old fight message boards. Um, there's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of goofs and stuff on there. But I mean, we try to get rid of them as fast as we can. Um, like I, I've said that a bunch of times on this show. If you're going to talk stupid, you're going to be you'll be down the road faster than your head can spin. I can tell you that. So we're not putting up with that bullshit in the group anymore. But I think the Friday night live chats are really are really cool, and I think that's definitely worth checking out. And going forward, like as Alex get used to it and stuff, and you know we get more people involved, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, but I think uh, the next I don't know what tournament I'll do. I'll try something different, maybe a power forward tournament or a defense tournament, um, and I'll put it on Facebook because um, they have polls on there too, and I just want to try it out, see what it's like because. Uh, because I think the Bob Probert tournament and the minor league, t- like I think those tournaments, I think would do a lot better on Facebook than they would on Twitter. I might be wrong, but I want to try it out and see. Because, um, like I said, I think Twitter, Twitter's just been at least on mine account, it's been dead. Like I mean, there's lots of, I mean, there's lots of douchebags posting on Twitter, and like I could give a fuck about the Canucks goals in the preseason, but. I mean, in terms of guys that follow me and stuff, I don't know, like, even during the matchups and stuff, there was 200 votes, but there wasn't, there were, other than, I will thank Steve from when Probert was king, and my boy Chris out in Vancouver, Napes there, those two commented on all the fights and would give, like, how they thought it would go and blow by blow, and they're both witty dudes, and and I love their write-ups, like I said, I felt like I was really watching the fight, and, and Napes is a witty fucker, so, I mean, I really enjoyed their, their write-ups, and I really want to thank them for, for making it a lot more enjoyable. Um, but I mean, overall, the, the, there was not a lot of interaction with this one, which was kind of too bad, um, in terms of talk on Facebook. There was, I mean, yeah, outside of the idiot, why isn't this guy in and all that bullshit that comes with it. I mean, you know, I got lots of that shit, but there wasn't, there was some interaction, but some of the players got involved like Mel Engelstad and Rhett Tremblay and guys like that were, were talking about it. Well, that was cool. Um, but Overall, eh, I don't know. Like I said, like I like doing the tournaments; they're fun and everything. But I, I, to be completely honest, I was really hoping for a better reaction. But um, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, uh, the final winner uh, uh, with two-time champ now, Big Mac, Steve McIntyre, beating out Rocky Thompson in the final. And um, yeah, like I said, it was a fun tournament, and I just got brought the tournament up. What was McIntyre? What was his? Uh, his path to the to the win the winner's circle. On the first round, he beat out Steve Bosse. Then in the second round, Jerry Fleming. 
Third round, Frank Bialois. The fourth round, uh, Link Gates. Fifth round, Mal Engelstad. Yeah, Big Mac went through some guys. And um, I will say, um, to be completely honest, um, like I can't vote, but um, if I was voting, um, I would have... I would have had him win in all those fights except until he got to Link Gates. And I would have taken Link to beat McIntyre. Now, because I think the problem with Gates, and I think and it, people do this, I mean, they go on YouTube and they see, like, the fucking fat, out of shape LNAH Link Gates where he's, you know, going eating burgers and stuff. And, you know, what, like, I whenever I do these tournaments, in my mind, as a voter... Well, I can't vote, but if I was voting, I always sort of view it as these guys in their prime. Prime versus prime. So, unfortunately, Link lost his prime due to the car accident. So, he never really, he didn't really have a prime, but work with me a little bit. But I always view the Link Gates that went toe-to-toe, the 22-year-old Link Gates that went toe-to-toe with Bob Probert in the Cow Palace, playing for the San Jose Sharks. I don't think Steve McIntyre has beaten that Link Gates. Um, Steve, as he got older, put it together. You know, had some huge wins. And I, hey, I've known McIntyre 14 years old playing AAA with my brother. So, I mean, I've known Steve for a while. But, and got into Bay City and all that stuff. If you go back and listen to the interview I did with him last year, we go over all of that. Definitely check it out. It's in the back catalog. Um, but, uh... Yeah, I just, I really don't see him beating a prime Gates. Link was too mean and could take any shot that McIntyre could give. And, uh, yeah, I just think Link would would uh, just be just overwhelming, I think. But, uh, but nonetheless, McIntyre took out some big guys. And old Mad Mel, I mean, that'd be a hell of a fight too, Mel and, uh, and McIntyre. And, uh, that you know, Link, oh, that's the thing with a lot of these fights. Honestly, you could pick either guy. I mean, it's not like you're going to go wrong. Like even in the in the set, like Mel beat Trevor Gillies. Well, or Anya Blonsky. I mean that that could go either way. You know, I mean, who knows, right? And then of course Rocky. What was Rocky's path to the final? Um, first round he beat Sean Legault. The second round he had Pete Vandermeer. The third round he had Joel Terrio. Fourth round he had Mike Segroy. Fifth round he had Dennis Bonvi. Yeah, which that fight legitimately happened, and I'd probably give Rocky the win in it. Oh, Bonvi hung right in with him. But yeah, I'd have Rocky over Legault. I'd have Rocky over Vandermeer. No, Pete, I know you're listening. No offense, but you did in your five in Pete's five toughest opponents category. He didn't talk about Rocky Thompson. Um, you know, I'd probably have Rocky in that one. Rocky and and, and Joel Terrio would be an interesting fight. Uh, you know, with the lefties, the chuck and duck and all that. That'd be a really good fight, actually. And if somebody said, I think Joel would win it, yeah, you know, I'm not going to say you're fucking dumb or anything. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, you know, like I said, going back, I'm thinking of the Rocky that picked apart Stu Grimson, or a prime Stu Grimson. And, uh, you know, and even his fight with Segroy. I mean, Segroy didn't back up from anyone either. And, I mean, if someone said, I think Segroy could beat Rocky, yeah, all right, you know. So, and then Rocky and McIntyre, um, I think, I, as I'm recording this, I think McIntyre's winning about 65, right, about 65%. Um, you know, again, it, Rocky could easily pick McIntyre apart, too. I mean, you know, there's no, there's no, oh, McIntyre, he'd destroy him. Like, no, Steve McIntyre's not destroying Rocky Thompson. Not in my world, either. I don't think so. Now, if you want to say I think McIntyre would win, okay, 
I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. But um, again, if I was voting, I'd have to think about this one. I would. Because again, I could see Rocky, how he picked apart Grimson. I could see him picking apart McIntyre too, like that. So, you know, and Mac was like, it's not like he's that much bigger than Stu. They're about the same size. So, you know, uh, yeah, I could, I could have gone either way on the final fight. I'll tell you that. But, uh, nonetheless, it was a, it's always a fun exercise to do. And it was great to see the people come out and talking about them. Um, uh, to all the fucking whiners out there that complained about who wasn't in it, well, whatever. Like I always say, well, then you come up with your own bracket then and, and put it out there for everybody. And, uh, you know, but, uh, no, overall, I want to thank everybody who took part. And, uh, it, no, like I said, it's a, these are a lot of fun. Sorry about that. Had to hit pause. The, uh, my wife just phoned. <laughs> Uh, get this one. As I'm recording, the wife folds, I hit pause. Oh, she's got a flat tire. Oh, God. Just serenity now. How much more? Well, it comes in threes, so I hate to see what the third one's going to be. What's the third act in this play? Oh, Shakespeare couldn't have written it any better. Oh. But she's at the shop in, their, in the town where she teaches, and they're going to work on it, but, oh, it's... Like, I'm sure it's just a patch, but it's just, come on. Like, just, really? So, there <laughs> there we go. There's the cherry on top of the Sunday, folks. I hate to be that guy, and I hate to be, you know, the wet blanket and everything, but you're, you're getting a half an hour of the fourth line voice today, and uh, I am... I am, honestly, I'm really not in the mood. So, yeah, we'll just, we're going to end it right here. I don't know what Sunday will bring. Maybe I'll do an interview. I, like, maybe I'll mix things up. <clears throat> I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we'll just shut it down. <laughs> shut it down and get move and get off the grid. Get rid of the inter- get rid of the internets and social media and everything else. I don't know, but, uh. No, hey, and I, hey, for the regular listeners, I'm sorry to disappoint you guys. Like I said, uh, not have, I know you guys really like the interviews and stuff on Wednesdays and kind of come to, uh, you know, kind of expect that because that's my shtick, right? But, uh, I want to, like I said, sorry I couldn't have anything for you. Unforeseen circumstances and people not answering their phones and text messages. So, what can you do? But, uh, onwards and upwards, right, folks? I mean, whatever. I mean, you know. It's a shit sandwich sometimes, but uh, adapt, persevere, and overcome, right? I mean, there are obviously greater tragedies in life, so. But uh, nonetheless, I have to admit, feeling a little frustrated right now, so uh, it's time to go. But uh, I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Thanks, guys. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was 